And we're back. Yes. Yes, we are. And I have a confession I'd like to make. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Wait. Let's start. No, no. You go ahead. We'll get through that. That's why I paused so you that's, can get through all the That's Josh. Yep. I'm Kenny. This is Random Ramblings. Yeah, yeah, that's why I stopped. Okay. He gave me a second. Now I don't know what to do. No, well, I gave you a second to go through the intro because that it's a responsibility I'm slowly but surely bestowing upon you because you, you want to do it. And because I don't do shit else around here. So. <laughs> Y'all see how this works, right? I've got to convince him that he enjoys doing it so I actually do it. Um, says a lot. <laughs> but I have a confession. To At make. least he's not paying me to hang out over here. <laughs> God, <laughs> there would be no podcast. Six if people, I had to pay for friends. Six people listening just when I wouldn't pay for him to be at my house. <laughs> I can give you names, but I won't. Let's be honest. Were I not married, I'd pay for a completely different part of help before you'd be invited to be over here. <laughs> Woo. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I would not know what the prices were. I've never even <laughs> ventured down no that road. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not my confession either, by the way. <laughs> Pretty certain 20 bucks ain't going to get you much these days. I, I'm, I, With where you live, I ain't enough to get gas to come out of here. <sighs> the worst part of this is an inflation joke works so well, but is also so inappropriate at the same time. <laughs> Some jokes are just harder than others. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you just never know what fits. Yeah, well, sometimes that joke, that joke falls flat, gets a little soft. I mean, you know. Uh, you just never know how well they're going to perform in the moment. <laughs> Nope. I mean, some people bring a taco. Some people bring Arby's roast beef. (laughs) (laughs) That is horrible. God knows. (laughs) All I said was... (laughs) All I said was, I had a confession. This is not... None of this... My confession is food related. <laughs> how how is this a thing? How is this a thing? How did we get here? It's like that. Who cares? Moment, it's like that moment you're driving uh, the same way you always drive, and you go, "I don't remember passing." Oh shit! How am I here? <laughs> that, that's what just happened. I was transported forward in time. It was a time skip. <laughs> Oh my God! Hayden Christensen and Jumper just rolled right through. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I don't really want to. Like, I feel like we need to change the subject, but my confession is going to fall way short of expectation right now. We can we can go back to you thinking Hayden Christensen just rolled through you. I, mean, I said yeah. through here. Oh, no, through here. I said okay. through here. Heard that wrong? <laughs> yeah, you did. No, no. No. Uh-uh. We started down that road. Yeah. I, I, all I wanted to talk about was Oreo. <laughs> you just wanted to talk about Oreo. Aw, oh, so now we're at cream filling. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Oreo uh, confession, Josh? So, I've made a life change. <laughs> yes. There's going to be more after this. <laughs> <laughs> That's very accurate. Um I've made a life change, and yes, Oreos can be life-changing, um, and the boring-ass life that I have. <laughs> I have been a traditionalist forever. Double-stuffed chocolate wafer cookie. That has been my go-to. Shut up. Stop it. We're trying to move on. We're trying to move on. <laughs> and my confession is, I have switched to... The golden Oreo. Still, double stuff. I hate you so much. (laughs) You guys can't see his face. You can't see his face, and that's the problem. It's lost in translation. You guys are going, God, these two are stupid. same six people know exactly what my face looks like right now. I'm so excited for those six. Everybody else, if they're listening while they're driving, I hope like hell they pulled over. (laughs) I just... 
Okay. I'm not going to... I. There's a part of me that wants to go through this discussion, but now I really just kind of don't. I just want you to talk... <laughs> just share some story of some sort that's not that. My confession's over. It went, it went awry. It went off the rails so fast. The old 97 would be ashamed. <laughs> the old 97's still waiting to get, jump off the track yeah. compared to how this yeah. went. <laughs> It had left the station. Oh my yet. god! I am not mature enough for conversations and, like this. Okay, so and for those have, of you that aren't you have here switched. or aren't from here, you should look up the uh, old ninety-seven to tr- truly appreciate that. Yes, statement. Yes, and and it, it really happened, as did this conversation. Uh, so yeah. no, I'm I'm intrigued now. So you have switched to the vanilla wafer, the golden Oreo, the golden Oreo. Okay, is that what we're gonna call it? That's it's what what's gonna, on the label. <laughs> okay, it's on the label. So. You've switched. What made you change your mind? Accident. My wife got them. They substituted them, and she never canceled the substitution. And so they came and in, it's a and food I was item, like, so and it's it was a, here. You got to, you got to right. try it. I mean, you got it. I mean, it's like both of us. You I have a sweet tooth. It. Yep. <laughs> yes. And it's still a wafer, just like the chocolate one. But for some reason, it doesn't feel as dry. Does it? Does it taste more like a butter cookie? It does. Butter cookie that's double stuffed. Correct. I can see where that would. It might. It sounds like it would be better than their their mint version. I wasn't very impressed with that. There are a list of people that have jumped the shark on trying new things. Oreo is very much one of them. Um, I know people that love the mint because they're all the old thin mint Girl Scout. Blah blah no, blah. There's a difference in taste. Trash. It doesn't matter. I don't like mint anyway. That's. I think we've even discussed that before. Mint is an herb that I would love us to be rid of. Um, but oh, really now? Yes. I, I'm just. You said really now, like you yeah, had a snarky comment or a comeback, like I've offended you because that's one of your favorite herbs. It's not. I just have it growing in my house. I'm fine with that. Okay. Let's be honest. At growing up, I did not use tobacco, whether that be dip, cigarettes, anything. Never. But there was nothing that smelled quite as good as an as a brand new can of. The Bears dip wintergreen long cut. People in the South know exactly which I'm which ten I'm talking yeah, about. Th- yeah, we do. You do. There's nothing that smells any better than that. If I thought I could bottle that smell and put it in one of um, that Buffalo plaid shops display and put some stupid name on it, I'd be rich. Very well done. Huh? I'm proud of you. Yep. Thank I, you. I, I'm just proud. I mean, there has to be a pause there. That was well done. It's very well done. Wait, which which part was well done? The whole thing? The whole spiel? Yeah, or just the whole spiel was okay. well done. But I, I do love the part there about were, the Buffalo Plaid Shop. There were too many words to try to rename. Yes. So sometimes you, sometimes you, you find yourself, uh, you, you can't go word for word. No. Sometimes you just cannot go word for word. I do have one, though, um, that related to karma, and I knew I wanted to talk about it, so I yes, focused on I mean, the name. you actually told me earlier, we need to talk about karma. Okay. Yes. Well, did it slap you in the face or somebody else? It is currently slapping me in the face. You can't see it, but my anguish is there. So you guys have heard over the last couple episodes my delight in messing with spam callers. Okay. Yep. That's a common thing. You've yep. laughed wholeheartedly at several of them. Hope you all have laughed too. Um, we just switched our mobile carrier this week. We switched from uh, BU and U to Extremity. And and yes, I did think very much about Extremity. <laughs> and one thing that I know... <laughs> Uh, one thing that I noticed before I didn't left, really rebrand, you really didn't rebrand it. You just redid the name. I renamed it. It's you correct. Re- completely renamed it. But, you I, didn't, but there's there's not much that is synonymous with that. I can't even say that word. Exactly. So I mean, you know, good thing. I mean, it, good, my other good option, job. It's just like you know, after the earlier conversation, you want to bring extremities into this. I well. I that again bit of karma. Um, it's not. It's been a Good rough thing week. You didn't change your taste in ding dongs. I no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. I debated with why Trinity. But that, <laughs> that, 
that makes the, that that could add a very different connotation along the way. Um, so we'll go with that. Could open Pandora's box right, again. Exactly. So we'll stick with extremity. And before we left BU and U, I had noticed on the app that they had started to track calls that they were blocking on my behalf. And it turns out the ones that were making it through were like the sneakiest of the sneaky. Oh, really? Because since my last bill, it resets every bill, which was, I'm on, I was at the halfway point of the month when we switched. 1,400 spam calls. They blocked a thousand of them. Wow. That's, now granted, that still means in two weeks I received 400. Extremity doesn't offer that. And I am paying dearly for it. Dearly. I was just going to say, I don't, I don't answer the calls. I don't have fun with the calls. I don't think I've received 400 in a year. I would like you to look through the last, since yesterday, since yesterday morning. Wow. Uh-huh. I'm not counting them. It's no point in wow. counting them. No, I'm not. And I'm not swiping left or right. But it's <laughs> but it's disturbing Wow. It's, it, it's because you answer, though. It's got to be because you answer. Right. No, wow, I, I, you've, you've got your wife in there, full freaking name. I really hope we wouldn't get to that. Yeah, I scrolled down, I looked, and I looked twice before I actual, actually uh, you got her maiden name in there, too. You expecting problems? No. Okay, just no. checking. I mean, my sister it flows well. My sister, full name. Really? Anyone that has gotten married has gotten their name added to it. Oh, I've still I've got I've got friends from before they got married in my phone that's still in there as their maiden name. I haven't right. bothered updating. I, I have I've, a weird... I've actually got a few people that are in there just by initials just because it was easier, you know, they were like in a hurry to give me their number or whatever, so I just put in initials. So yep. it um I actually started changing I wanted to change some of the stuff at work to, you know, asshole, he's a dick, kiss up, but I really figure that's kind of bad, you know, if somebody's standing around, my phone lights up. I have eight people in my phone that don't have a last name. And my parents' house is one of them and it just says home. And I just I just scanned the whole thing. I have eight. Two of them I don't know their last names. Uh, the others, I can't necessarily remember why I didn't put the whole thing in. I may have just saved their contact information via text message and just never went back and fixed it. I'm going to have to fix it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just realize that. Because they're not where they should be either. Really? My phone sorts it by last name. So, well, people that do don't have last just names. just pull up your contacts and scroll to the right person? I mean, because I have this little hourglass looking thing. I hit it, punch in a few letters, several populate. Not that, no, uh-uh. You not don't not the, that I know of. You can't use a search thing on your phone? Oh, yeah. What the hell? Okay. Yeah, I can up top. Oh, all right. Because I was like, I don't think I've ever scrolled through all of my contacts. But also, for those that are, are using the Orange device, um, they have a quick letter choice. So if I tap the letter, I go to that that letter and last names from there. So it's six of one, half dozen of the other for me, to be honest. Um, because I'd rather refer to it by letter than I would try to start typing and then choose the wrong person because I've done that too. Maybe that's it. Maybe I got back bit by starting to type a name and was like, Oh look. Oh God. That's not who I want to talk to. Oh, and I triple check when I send stuff out. No. Uh, -uh. I, if I need to make a phone call, Nope. I triple check before I make phone calls. If I look at their entire I've been name, on the receiving end of a, somebody typed something in wrong. So, I triple check. I mean, I've had that happen via text message. Like someone will send me something. Like my wife has sent me something that was related for something else. Like it was meant for someone else. It hasn't been anything inappropriate or, oh. or like a, a, a ruined surprise or anything. It was just like, I can't believe that bitch. I, yeah, I see. I'm, I'm bad for, I, I'm bad for forwarding. Like you'll send me something that I need to send to my yes. wife. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'll, I will forward it and then realize that I need to say something. And forget that the phone reverted back to you. Yes. 
And I've gotten it before. I've gotten the text that goes, I don't think you really wanted to tell her all that. And I've read it and read the whole nine yards and went, well, glad I didn't call you a bitch. Right. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's all I can say about that. But I've, I've been on the receiving end of wrong numbers via text. It's actually been interesting receiving a wrong number text. I've gotten a couple because, of Because, you know, sometimes it's like, because I look at it and it's like, well, I, I, I don't. I don't know you, and I don't know whether because I don't do like marketplace and stuff like that. Right. I, so my number's not necessarily going out for anybody. And the business I ran's been closed for so long, right? That you know it, it's so it's like, do you respond or do you not? Well, sometimes I go back with, "Who's this?" I've done that once, and then it turned into into one of those. What do you mean, "Who's this?" You don't know who I am, and I'm sitting over, and you want to respond with, "Well." No, I, I I screwed six people this week. I have no clue which one I'm talking to. But I don't do all of that because you never know when you're talking to somebody's right. mom right. or grandmom. Yep. And all they've done is just plug in one wrong number when they save the phone or whatever. Correct. And it's, and it's horrible. So I, I either ignore. And if I ignore and they come back with what? You don't want to talk to me? That's when I get in and go, I don't I don't know who you are and I'm not sure... And I'll, I'll go into the long version. You're not saved in my phone, so I'm not sure who you are. Well, then when I get the, this is so-and-so, I don't know you. Right. Well, you know, and, and then and it kind of goes the same way as a, as a wrong number phone call would go. From Absolutely. there, they they figure out, oh, God, I put, I'm so sorry. Right. Uh, but There's the light bulb moment. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've just gotten to this habit because I, I've also received pictures, and we'll leave it there. That were intended not for me. <laughs> that's, that's these pictures were never intended for me. Wow! And luckily, not from people I know. <laughs> wow! That was that would be. I mean, well, I've got a whole list of. I, yeah, I'm gonna say it. I've got a whole list of people that I'm scared to death. They're gonna hit the wrong button when they're sending something out. <laughs> I know some people that have a little fun with their phones with their significant others. No. And you know, I uh-uh. I have actually I have more than once been like. I'd please do not let them ever hit the wrong name. Please do not let them ever hit the wrong name. Please don't let them decide to send that text and I'm the one right under it and the phone just waits two seconds and scrolls up. You know, because phones do weird stuff. Please don't yep. ever, because I don't want them. Uh-huh. But I have, I mean, it, it random stranger, thank God no faces. Actually, I kind of wish it would have been faces. But anyway, <laughs> um, that's right. I, I, I've, I've seen things that were not intended for me to see. Correct. So yeah, when I go to send a text, triple check it. Do I triple check the text message, the, the the writing and the spelling and the autocorrect? No, no more than I do on Facebook. That's right. I said it. I did some of that on purpose for y'all that that tried to get get me on that one. Ha ha. He says that now. Yeah, I say that. now. <laughs> he says that now. <laughs> I actually that one, and I, you know the one I'm talking about. Everybody commented on because there were still grammatical errors yes. in it. Some of the misspelling was done on purpose. Yep. Not all of it. Yep. Not all of it. And I, I called miss you for a the couple ones of that things. You... Yeah, I did miss a couple of things, but <coughs> but you know, I, excuse me. It's it's difficult because when you read back, your brain sees it the way it's supposed to be seen. Exactly. And when you send those kinds of pictures to somebody, and it's the wrong number, their brain is only going to see what you send. <laughs> right. So I I have been in that vein a couple of times. Um, I have a fairly valid excuse when I have those moments because I have also been on the, I can't believe you deleted my number. No, 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 I got a new phone. I've gotten so many new phones in my life and I, I don't. I'm on like phone number five <laughs> of my entire existence. And uh, yeah, and I, I, but I will say, oh, sorry, I got a new phone. Sorry, I got a new phone. Stupid people now can back up their devices so that yeah. excuse is no longer valid, which I called, me off. I called a fellow I work with the number I had for the fellow I work with. Yeah. And, you know, somebody answered. And I, I thought the voice was off. So I actually called the dude by name. Dude just hung up on me. The least you could have went was, hey, no, man, this ain't him. So right. the, now I know that I'm, you know, dialing the wrong phone number. Right. And, you know, I please, just right. a little bit of courtesy would be nice. Yep. So... My other excuse for that side of things is when I left my last company, I removed the email that I had for the company on there, like from my phone. Well, in doing so, 
I didn't lose the contacts that were in my phone remained contacts in my phone. If they weren't a part of that, if I had the Apple device will port in contacts from your work email, if you traverse and converse with them enough. So I had part of my contacts just disappear and I'm like, what the hell? And then I realized after a little research, they are taking my email contacts and moving it over. So for a couple of weeks after, people may or may not call me and go, hey, I'm needing this. Oh, you didn't know I've left. So I had moments of, who the hell's that? Who the hell's that? So I'd just, hi, who's this? Really, you don't know? Would I have said who's this if I knew who it was? Really? I haven't. I haven't. But I, but I've I have lived in that like I've put unintentionally put myself into that through a career change. It's like, oh, I recognize some of that number, but not the person. Crap, who was it? And then when I then when I tell them, they're like, oh, well, I hate to hear that. I said I stopped by to tell you, sorry, you you, you were you were out. I uh, you could sent me an email. I that don't sounds rude. Think I've ever deleted a phone number? Well, I mean, oh, I've deleted several. I don't. I don't think I have. I just oh, yeah. be real honest. It's possible. It's, it might be why I kept calling the wrong number. <laughs> you know, because you least... know the other thing. I don't. The other. The, the the next thing I have to learn to pay attention to is I do have multiple numbers in for some people. Right. Um. I I do know people who still have landlines. Yep. Or house phones, not necessarily on a landline. I I'm know tracking. people who who I'm tracking. You know, I've got a. I've got a work number four and a mobile number four, and then I have that house number four. So, and then I the the people that I email the most, uh, my cyborg phone would not carry everything over like yours does, you know, like the orange phone does. So I I had to actually plug in email addresses nice. and things like that. So yeah. I mean I've I've been trying to email my child before, and it's like why the hell won't her email populate? Oh, because I've not actually put it in. An, under her contact. So then I got then I get started. It's like, well, let me put everybody oh hell no, I'm not putting everybody's email in. Right. And then you're right back to where you started. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it it's just it's part of its laziness. It it yeah. It's just no, laziness. I, get it. I don't wanna I don't wanna do it. No harm, no foul for me. Um but I I did. I scrolled through one time and there's a few people in my phone that's deceased. And it's like I need to delete that. Oh, I can't make myself delete that. <laughs> so So Uh oh. I'm actually curious. Getting a call? No. Oh, we're not getting a call? Oh, you're just checking to see if you've got... I do. Oh, is the aunt in there? That, that The good Lutheran no. woman? Oh, she's not? No, no. The, she, was, she wasn't She was before my first smartphone, but I never had her phone number saved in my uh, phone. Because she didn't... Not that she didn't believe in the cellular communication device. It just... She'd call the house. Oh. And because they're... She could leave a message, and I was like, "Will you leave a message? I'll call the house phone. Maybe one of them won't get it." I gave her a pass because you know, good Lutheran woman and technology didn't necessarily mix, but I just no, no, I, like that. I didn't have. See, her. I've I've fallen in love with the fact that my mom has finally learned to text, because now I can just send her a message real quick, and it, it takes twenty seconds. Yeah, because sometimes I just need to let mom know I'm on my way home or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's like she she's one of the people we contact when we travel. Of course. So it's it's a whole lot easier just to send a text on the road, and then send a text. We're here, you know, or it, just little stuff because and it's stuff that you would leave a voicemail for anyway. So it, but it's just yeah. I, I have fallen in love with text messaging. It took me a little while, but I have fallen in love with it. And I, I hate the people that called it instant messaging because you know I, I, I at first I will admit I at first would send the message and sit there and wait. Like, why are you not responding? Uh, because you use the word instant. So you know, in my head, you set an I, I went there. I, there, there was an expectation set, and it's just like, where, where's my, where's my response? But, I spent you know, way too much time in college waiting for an instant message to pop up from someone, whether trying to hang out, answering a question for class, or other things. And I, there's nothing worse than waiting for the beep-boo. Well, like, see, I, I will fire stop. off messages now while I'm at work knowing full well that, like, you're busy. 
Yeah. It might be hours before you get it and get back to me, but it's just like I thought about this right now and I need to I need yep. to send it to him and so he can I do that with my wife all the time. And I mean she'll she'll come on and go, Really? Eight messages? Darling. I go to work an hour before you do and I thought about eight things. Right. In that hour that I needed to tell you or, you know, something. Or it was gonna be gone. You know, it's it's like because right now I could forget my name any minute. It's just the way it is. I mean, I, I, I have, I've upped my game. I can walk into the kitchen and forget why I'm there all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's that. Um, I, and case in point, got in a hurry at work this morning. Well, didn't get in a hurry. Got forced to be in a hurry at work this morning. Set my favorite to-go cup down. I just love that you call it that. And later, later in the day, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the job site, and it's barely an hour later, and I'm like, where the hell is my to-go cup? still funny yeah thank you and so i ended up having to, to, to text somebody that i knew was was going to be going back to our our shop our little area like will you please look for my to-go cup and everybody knows what i'm talking everybody knows the cup i'm talking about most of the people i work with can describe it with some accuracy yeah i mean i was freaking i thought maybe i left it on the steps to one of these dump trucks or something and it, now it's Lost dead forever Dead in, and dead in the middle of the street, yeah. It's my favorite. Obviously, I had it with me. Anyway, set it down, sitting right there. And I'm like, and, and I got this. You want me to bring it to you? Nope, it's fine. I know where it is. It's safe. It's not been destroyed. Life is good. I'll get it this afternoon when I get back to the shop. Guess who's to-go cup is still at the shop? <laughs> my favorite so was... So now tomorrow I'm going to have two to-go cups to keep up with. So just just to add a little context to that moment, he was sitting here because we were waiting for my wife to get home from work so she could handle the baby or otherwise it would have been a one-person show and it would have been my daughter <laughs> the whole time. It wouldn't have been anything yes. from us. Actually, would you probably would understand her about as well as you do That's us. That's true. Um, but we are sitting there conversing, talking about the day's events, work, stupid people, whether those two are related or not, I'll leave to your discretion. And in, Time to take the warning labels <laughs> off, folks. Yeah, God knows. I've said that more to people this week than I have ever thought possible. And half of them looked at me like I had said something just dreadful. The other half looked at me and went, you know, you're probably not wrong. And, I, and the one that went, oh my God, that's terrible. When I explained myself... And the rationale behind it, she went, I still don't know. <laughs> I just, currently, after what I've done all week, currently I just think we need to put driver's ed back in school. Oh, my God. Well, it's still in schools. It's still in certain just schools. Just the work, ver just the, paper, the book version. Oh, I almost didn't get that said. Yeah, you I had to teach my daughter actually how to drive. We had an actual driving range. No, not where you go hit golf balls. We actually had cars that... Yeah. That the school system bought, and they we were so we were taught, at that school. We were taught what these signs mean. We were taught what all these little red, yellow, and green lights meant. We we were taught all of this stuff. I'm beginning to think that that, that there's people on the planet that are teaching kids how to drive that don't know how to drive. So I, when I went through the public school system for uh, my driver's ed, there were some. Now, I know our county has gone strictly to get it done through a third party. and But when I was there, you could do that option, or we had a guy for the county that did that, and he rotated schools. It was this school this week, this school. I mean, he, did, he was dedicated to that. And so getting into his class in terms of the, the on-road portion, that every PE teacher taught it. Yes, but when, when I was you went in, to the range, when I was in, you're in the same county I'm in, right? Did you grow up in this this yes. county? Okay, yes. so when I was here, uh, up at the county seat, just below that particular high school, yep, there was the range. It's where the, well, it's you, where they kept the buses yeah, during they, the summer. Yeah, and they actually took you up there. It rotated. You rode a bus up there. Yep. Uh, anyway, he came and got you. Yeah, and and I mean it was, and then well they took us, they come and got us, and took us out on the road. So before we could pass the course, but they they actually would bus us up there. So of course he, we were actually coming from way out yonder. Well, not right, far right. from where you live now. Right. It's where I went to high school. So so I went to school just sixty seconds from there. Yeah, you were you were so, way closer. So. Right. 
and uh, Mr. M was the guy. That yes, I know exactly who you're guy. talking about. Okay. So he he was ours, and so he would bring the jankiest of the school buses that they had running. He would grab whichever school bus was in the closest shape of running because the range was at the bus shop. Because when yeah. when the buses, the, our, our locality... The, transpor- the transportation department for that county school system is lets right there. The, yeah. What lets them take the buses home. Yeah. when During the summer when school is not in session and they have all the other stuff that needs to be done, they're kept there. But during the year, the drivers are allowed to take them home. In the city... What's really the, funny is to see one of those county buses in the city parked in somebody's driveway. Yes. But the city has a, a depot the, where they stay all the, the time. The city makes you bring them back. Yeah. Right. So we go up there, and it was genius, to be perfectly honest. I know... Well, not... You may know this, but the city used to have a driving range at the high school. It has yes. since been turned into a practice field. But they drove the jankitiest vehicles yes. out there. Well, I don't. Do you remember what you drove at the range when you were up there? Uh, Buicks. Buick. Uh, we had the the year that I was up there. We had uh, Regals and Skylarks. Okay. All right. So that had not changed because what had happened is an arrangement had been made between one of the local dealers. And, and the, the county, systems. yeah, they wanted, they were trying to increase their used vehicles through a lease program. So it wound up being a bit of a trade because, for the most part, they're pretty safe in right. terms of not going to crash. It takes a real dum dum to crash the way that Mister M taught his class. Now he had his moments, and we did have a couple in my particular class. But we drove brand new Buicks, and I'm like. Yeah. When we got in the vehicles, we were the third class to drive them. They had like 25 miles on them. And I went, it's a brand new car. This is a brand new car. I would just, knowing what the city was driving, <laughs> they were on the little Pinto, yeah. for lack of a better term. And the counties were rotating full size, full size Buick. Yeah. They made us learn on the equivalent of a town car. I actually got, I, I got to drive one of the largest of the cars because yeah. he, he, he found out real quick I could judge distance. Right. But from the moment that I got my learner's permit, my parents lit me behind the wheel. But I also grew up driving tractors and, yes. and different things like that. So there's, there was experience there. Yes. And I, I did the same with, with my daughter, which, you know, by the time she did it, gym teacher still did the, the in-school part. Correct. But no range, had to pay for that. Didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, they made us pay for it too. Uh, I just, I really wish because there's things that, with what I do for a living and what I see, and I'm guesstimating ages, there's things that either you don't give a flying rat's ass about, <laughs> or they're not teaching, or they're not teaching it. Yes, I agree. And but, my guess is, it's, I would. But coming wager, home with my child the day she got her learner's permit, I knew she had no behind the wheel experience at all, no tractors, no nothing, nothing like that. Bottom of our road, mm-hmm. put her behind the wheel. One of the biggest things I owned, and she bout pissed herself. And I told her, I said, it's it's not that difficult. You're going to go 25 miles an hour, and by the, before you get from here to the driveway, you will have judging distance figured out. Luckily, I drive four-wheel drives because she went <laughs> off-road a couple of times. She didn't I hit anything, it. didn't damage anything, but right. you know, she just get, dropped a wheel off, dropped a wheel off. And I was right. In the two miles from that stop sign to our house, she had figured out what she needed to do to judge distance because yep. that is one of the hardest things to teach somebody how to do is to judge distance on that car. And the easiest thing for them to learn is to get behind the wheel of a car. And that they'll learn it in a heartbeat. And I say that at work when I'm teaching new pieces of equipment or pieces of equipment to, to people that's never operated it before. I'm going to show you what everything does. And then I'm going to stand right here over your shoulder and tell you how to do it. Right. Tomorrow, you own your own. Right, because I can't teach you how to feel when 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 the crane's on the road. I can't teach you how to look at that that pile of of, of tree parts and get it picked up with that crane and put it over here. I can't teach you how to know that you're going too far with that stump grinder. I mean, just there's things you right. just got to learn the feel for yeah. it. You just got to get the feel for it. And the only thing I can do is teach you the mechanism. Right. Uh, but I I honestly think I. And we all know by now, we've all figured it out. I deal with traffic a lot. But I honestly think after this week, 
There's people that aren't paying attention. <laughs> so They're either not paying attention in school, or they're just not fucking paying attention when they're driving. <laughs> My guess is it's a mixture of both. I actually learned, in a, in a weird way, at not in a, it's not a weird way, but in an, I'll call it an unconventional manner. A lot of folks grew up, were able to drive farm tractors. Their parents had them on four-wheelers and stuff when they were kids, dirt bikes, so on and so forth. Um, we lived just in a normal neighborhood. We rode bikes. There was no four-wheeler. There was no dirt bikes. Nobody had enough land for that. I mean, I had neighbors across the street behind me and on each side. It wasn't, we were in your typical multi-tiered neighborhood, layer on layer on layer. Um, See, I lived all over. Right. Honestly. but I, I just lived all over. Yeah. And, and as a child, we, we lived down the road from a tobacco farm. And Plenty of opportunity. The farmer just come up and said, hey, I pay cash. There you go. And my parents were like, "Do you hire kids?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's kind of what I'm here for." You know, you've got you've got the right age. I mean, that was before migrant workers become a big thing. Right. So they just basically went around the neighborhood. And, Anybody you willing know, to work? And and mom and dad knew what was going on, so it's no it wasn't child labor or anything like that. It was no different than if I was mowing grass for right. the little old lady down the street. But I I had a hard time pulling the tobacco leaves properly. So the farmer put me on the tractor because yep. I'm going to teach you how to drive the tractor. Now we all know Kenny has a thing for stuff like that. Yes. So, so I, does Josh, I was, <laughs> I was very quick when he said, we're going to put you on the tractor and teach you how to drive the tractor. I was all over it. Right. And I listened, I paid attention and I did exactly what I was told and I loved every minute of it. But that, and you don't realize until you're 15 getting your learner's permit, that's driving experience and it comes in handy. And, you know, here I am at <clears throat> years old and I, I drive some of this stuff for a living. And you, you can go one pass. back. I can do that as you, many times as I want to. <laughs> you can. You can. I don't have to. I'm giving you one pass to uh, 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 your age. You get one pass, my guy. One. Do it as much as I want. No, I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm going to start clarifying. Well over 21. So. <laughs> That's all right. We I'll were, take that all day we over. Actually uh, got uh, to, we actually got a new piece of equipment came in today. And, of course, when it's delivered, there's a rep. When there's a rep, there's when they want all of us that are going to be messing with it. Look at the big shiny thing. Pretty much. They want all of us that's going to be messing with it. And I, I said something about the way the steps are designed on this particular uh, piece of equipment. And somebody else said, yeah, we're noticing that. They're really nice. I'm like, yeah, because I'm I'm old and fat. And this <laughs> other guy goes, emphasis on the fat. And I looked at him and I went, you know what, thank you, because you could have said emphasis on the old. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I, I actually started on my family... Uh, my father and grandfather, even my grandmother, uh, were all golfers. So I got a lot of experience driving golf carts. Um, now, the club, the country club that we were members of, had rules like no one under 16, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Learner's permits are only allowed on private carts. Um, my parents, well, that's not, let me clarify. My grandfather owned a private cart. My father didn't until he got much older because he walked, kept him in shape, so on and so forth. Um, so my grandfather's answer was, I pay you to come play. I pay you to rent my cart shed. Um, I pay you for the electricity that it takes to charge my cart. I will honor your rules until I am out of sight. Yeah. And then at that point, yeah, Grandpa. Right. And and he said, I will respect you in that moment. But outside of that, it's my damn cart. So normally by the second hole, I was driving within reason. I mean, he was like, we'll, we'll go here, we'll go here. But that's a lot of where I learned. And then once, just before I got my permit, once I started looking at getting my learners and doing the studying and, and, uh, both my grandfather and my father took me over to the local elementary school after hours and let's park that like we hit the entrance swip, swap seats yeah i want you to go down here and i want you to park and i get in and i get parked and at that point both my mother and my grandfather drove mercury grand marquis the wow. big old beast of a thing so it was all right park it 
And as soon as we were done, doors popped open. We got out. We saw just how bad a job I did. (laughs) And then he would go, here's what you need to do different. All right, what's the year model of of those grand marquees? Uh, Just give me a decade. The 90s. Oh, wow. They're not quite the land the, yachts that, that was a 78. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. They were they were the first couple of years when they started to round stuff yeah, off. When, they, when car manufacturers started to round off edges as opposed to making them street yeah, blades. That, uh, I, I actually, I drove on way bigger stuff than that. But okay. <laughs> no, and I... That's because I'm, I'm a half a century old, so... Well, that's... Hey, there you go. I, look, I'll take that over <coughs> all day Oh, long. you're going to get uh, again. Mm-mm. Yeah, you will. Because um, I'll, I'll do it just to see if I get a point. But that's and I'm, a different I'm, story. I'm taking... I'm showing... I'm pulling up the picture just to give you an exact range. Yeah, that that's nothing no, compared that's to a 71 Ford station wagon. <laughs> I get it. That thing also would have had to have turned like a tank. Yeah. Um, because power steering, while there, very infantile. Yeah. Um, whereas I, I don't know, have that problem. That 71 wagon that my parents had was actually quite nice for its decade. Right. Um, well, and that's the thing about this was I was able to very much learn speed control with this. Because most of those, and while my grandfather hated trucks, hated a truck for use anything other than on a farm while he hated a truck for anything non-practical use he liked his power every grand marquee he bought and he bought like seven in his lifetime that's all i bought by the way i'm pretty sure he kept our mercury dealership in business for a while um because he and my grandmother alternated he always bought the v8 he wanted the, he wanted the police yeah. level motor. I, His mentality was emergency acceleration. I need this girl to get up and go. That's that would that's almost what my dad would say. Right. My dad would my my dad's excuse for getting the biggest most powerful thing out there was when I get ready to get on a highway, I want to go. Right. I don't and, I don't want it to ask questions. I don't want to feel like I need to get out and push. I just want it to go. The first four cylinder that my parents ever owned. I swear to God, when Daddy Tess drove that thing, he put he put it to the floor. And had that car not answered the way it did, of course, four-cylinder technology had come a long way by 1985. So, you know, had that car not accelerated right. the way it did, I don't think he had ever bought it. Yeah, the, Just the get up and go is there. Yeah. The get up and go is where I need it. And I see, I, as a teenager, I had stick shifts. So you, you, you had to get up and go, but you had to take, you had to take that two-second pause. <laughs> so I actually... I I am by no means proficient. I understand the mechanics. I have played enough video games to understand how shifting works because it does actually teach a lot for shift zones and everything's appropriate. While not physically operating the clutch and the switch and everything like that, you still have to, like mentally, yeah. I know about I, what I need to hear, what I need to see. So by am I no means an expert, but... I actually learned, I spent a lot of time on golf courses. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I worked summers in between high school and into college, I worked at a local golf course doing maintenance. And you, you know where I was at. Yeah. Um, their budget's pretty good. Yeah. Just the, they are a private course for one of our larger employers. Um, so, I mean, average decade is the is the manufacturer. <laughs> yeah. Um, they make the round things that make stuff go, for those that may or may not know. Um, so I worked maintenance there. Now, while they had this glorious budget for all this new fancy stuff, what they paid good money for was their mechanic to keep stuff alive forever. Yeah. And because you never know when you would or wouldn't get the budget, and most of their budget wound up in chemicals to keep it looking as pretty as it did. Yes. A lot of folks don't realize that. They, uh, they, well, it's quite obvious in the dead of winter that they spray the green. So. Correct. So I learned on, and I don't even know if the brand is still around, so I'm going to go with it and applaud them for their durability. Cushman is the name of the uh, the, the manufacturer of that particular car. They're still around. Okay, fine. We had one. I don't think they're going to care that you're saying that you drove on something that was well kept. Right. That. 
We have them at work. This thing is literally a tank. I've never. You're used to golf carts. I've seen maintenance golf carts, and then there's this guy. Yeah. It's like this thing was meant for World War Two. Yeah. It. I don't know how old it is, but it's large. It was boxy. It was three wheeled. It was old enough that the steering wheel didn't have the ridges for grip. <laughs> Just to give you an idea of that, that actually was post date the ones that actually had bicycle handles. Correct. Because those this those, is, this those is three between. wheel those three wheel ones when they first come out had bicycle handles. This one was one of one of those that had a steering column, but it was actually a stick shift golf cart. Nice. Now, not in the four on the floor manner that you're used to. It was on the side panel on the same thing of where the lift gate for the controls for the dump bed were and all that. Yeah. It was three gears, and then you had a low and a high. So at some point, you had to go from low to high. And, and the clutch, because of its age, flapped into breeze like a flag. Yeah, not there. No, and which, again, was a great way to learn because the margin for error was huge. I actually huge when Sears Tower huge when when I learned it was on an '87 uh, Ranger. My dad had bought it, a little bitty thing. He yeah. bought it for fuel economy. He was driving an hour to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I begged because first of all, it was a truck. Right. Secondly, it's something that I couldn't do, and I wanted to do it. Right. So he had the hardest time he had was teaching me about the clutch catching. Yep. That was and and that's the another one of point. those feel things. Yep. And that was the hardest time he had. So when when the tables turned and it was time for me to teach my daughter, that's before my F one fifty died, and it was a stick shift. Mm-hmm. Well, I had figured out in twenty three years of owning this this truck, when you put that thing in four low, the friction, the catch of the clutch, is pronounced. Yeah. You also you don't choke out the engine, and it doesn't hurt the clutch if you just drop it. It's it's designed for all of that to happen. So I actually I took her to church parking lot. Yep. Uh, and I put her out there. We put it in four low, and I stood outside the truck because in four low you're not going to get away from me. I stood outside the truck. No, literally, you can do it. You can walk next to him. Uh, but anyway, I, I I stood outside the truck. And I'm like, okay, this is what you're this is what you're feeling for. This is what you're waiting for. Right. And you know, pop it. No no harm, no foul. Engine kept going. All right, push it back in. Do it again. Push it back in. Do it again. And and then we would take it out of four-wheel drive and go, okay, see if you can feel it standard now. Well, we'd choke the engine a couple of times. Yep. All right, I'm tearing it up. No, you're not. You're not tearing it up. You're not hurting anything, really and truly. Put it back in four-wheel drive. Now, I, I, she had two lessons there. Right. And she didn't even realize it. She was learning how to put the thing in and out of four-wheel drive and getting proficient at it. That is not an easy task. No, it's not. Especially that one, because that one was not push-button or switch-activated. It was a manual Remember transfer case. Yep. And to get it in four-low, you had to be able to push down and pull at the same time. Uh-huh. And you had to have it in neutral, and you had to have your foot on that clutch. Yeah. <laughs> so, But anyway, I mean, it, two lessons. It took me about an hour, and then mm-hmm. she caught it. She caught on, and she's like, oh, I get it now. Well, then I got back in the truck and we started learning. Right. And I mean, we just drove through the church parking lot, drove through the church parking lot, drove. And I mean, I'd come up stop sign, back up, park over there. I mean, I just rattling yeah. crap off. And then it's like, all right, let's go home. What? Let's go home. Next thing you know, we're on the road driving smoothly. Yep. And see that, that in her, the first car she had that was not one of ours, uh, she had, a, she was gifted with a car from another family member they had traded and thought it would be a nice gift for college. Yeah. Great on gas, so we appreciated it since we were putting the gas in it. Um, it was a stick shift. And, you know, at that moment, she's like, you know what? I, I kind of didn't like the fact that you, you wanted me to learn this and you made me learn this, but I like this little car, and I'm glad I know how to do it now. Right. And, I mean, that's, again, something that's fading away. There's certain car manufacturers that it's an option now. We're used to it with standard. Now you have to pay a lot of money to have it. There are some car manufacturers that are still doing it as a standard, but it's rare. My neighbor actually got an excellent deal on a pickup truck because it was a stick shift and the lot was having a hard time moving it. No one could test drive it because no one knew how. And I I think we're losing something there. Yep. <laughs> I really think we're well, losing something there. I, I think you, you are in a certain 
sense because depending on what you want to do in life, like in your current profession, in what I will call um, transportation. We have a lot of automatics. Do you really? Yes. Have you guys made that transition? Yes. Well, that's Uh, awesome. We've actually got very few stick shifts left on the lot. And a lot of, because, because they train, they train us to get to get those licensures. A lot of us are not even licensed to drive a stick. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, like I can I can drive a stick, drive a stick all day long, and whatever you hand it to me. I mean, it, it might take me a minute to figure it out because there's six gears, there's ten gears. You know, it, it might take me a minute to figure it out, but I know the mechanics, so therefore I can drive it. But my commercial license does not have that endorsement on it. Oh, so okay. I cannot legally drive one. Uh, one of those. I can legally drive any car that's got a stick shift. Commercial vehicles uh, in this state, anyway, have a, a, a different level. There's an endorsement you have to have. Right. Uh, but we have so few of those left that it's not a big deal. The the one or two that we have left, uh, the, I have to find somebody occasionally because the dump truck that's left on. The, the shop yard the is, is not is not the one that I can drive legally. There's like maybe two dump trucks that are left that, right. are, that are stick shifts. So I, I basically don't even come across that equipment. Uh, the closest I come to coming across that equipment is the tractor that I get to drive, right. uh, which that that doesn't require the CDL. So sure. Well, and that was the thing. That was the thing for us. I don't know. I, watching the buses go in and out, listening to them, I think a lot of those are automatics now too. They are. I know some of the older ones are still sticks. Yeah. Well, and, and I know one of the things, when again, growing up, all the big yellows were stick. Yeah. There was not. No. From, the, from the time I started school to the time I graduated, no, and there you was wanted to drive Even in this state, that and you could get that driver's license, you could get that commercial license at 16, because there was a time right. in our county that they hired students <clears throat> to drive the buses. Yes, totally. I mean, it was a great way to make extra money, but see, now you have to be 18 to get that license. Uh, By then you're ready to graduate. to get the one that allows you to drive outside of your state. So. Right. <clears throat> well, and that was... <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, Sorry, I'm dealing with some congestion. Happens. Oh, they're here. They are. That's because the child is down. Aw, uh, visitors. They're going to bark because I'm in here. That's okay. I'm going to bring him in here. That's all right. He's going to go get the pups because it's it's bedtime for the youngster. And we don't have that much longer to go anyway. But the dogs love to bark at me. And it's really funny because they're running from him because they really don't want to be in the room with me. Oh, here she comes. That's my favorite right there. Just to let you know, he's got a corgi, and I like her. She looks like a big fluffy pillow. I also like the other one because she's just adorable. She's even better after a haircut. When she gets a little little length on her, she's pretty ratty. She looks like a Toto dog from Wizard of Oz. Yep, and that's that's a pretty good representation. I, I made a Wizard of Oz joke the other day. Ooh. The pseudo son-in-law sent me a, a, a Snapchat. Remember, and pseudo there, buddy. The, uh, su su Oh, wait, can't do that, ah, can I? Ah, anyway, ah. so he sends me Snapchat, and for those of you that don't understand Snapchat, a lot of times there's a picture involved. Usually. You can just chat, but you can also send pictures or dirty jokes if you're me. But anyway, so he sends this picture, and I can see rafters, and the caption is just, under a house. So, here I go. I responded with, oh, no, is your other sister still okay? Are you the only one oh. the house fell on? And he oh, does have no. a sister, so I made sure to, you know, put the laughy face oh, and everything. I'd be so disappointed and in how this plays out. What I get back is, what? LOL. Oh, wait, I get it. And it was two different chats that he had to send, and I went, wow. So, my the house isn't the only thing that went over your head. So did my joke. Your age is showing. It, it took him a day to respond to that last part. Yeah, my age was showing Your age big time, showing. but I thought everybody, even in their age range, had seen The Wizard of Oz at least once. Oh. I know for certain I've heard my daughter actually say, what, somebody drop a house on your sister? I mean, I know I've heard her say right. that. Of course, she's seen it. I know she's seen it because right. we own it. I'm trying to think if I've had any of those moments recently where I'll make a joke. Um, I did. When we were at Extremity making the changeover. I made a joke, and my wife looked at me like I was an idiot. And but 
in the moment I said it, and I can't, oh my God, I'm so upset that I can't remember what I said. But I said it for effect. I appreciated it. And then the guy who was working on our stuff, it wasn't, it was about the next person over or I don't, I don't remember exactly what it, again, I don't remember what the joke was, but I said it and my wife kind of cocked her head to the side. Like she was trying to understand what language I was speaking. And the guy behind the counter went, huh, just enough for me to point and go, thank you. While never breaking, <laughs> trying to look, uh, look at my wife. And, and she goes, she looked at him then looks back at me and goes, I don't. And I said, I could explain it if you want. And she goes, no. And I said, for what it's worth, I only needed one level of justification. And my guy over here took care of that for me. And she goes, you're so weird. And he goes, funny, funny as hell. I wish I knew what it was. It, it was probably, I would probably put it in the vein of inappropriate because in a place like that, there are several people that come in and pay their bill at a kiosk. Most of those kiosks are self-serve, but at this particular location, when you come in, are you here to pay your bill? Yeah. They walk you through it. I don't think theirs is that complex. I think they just have that many stupid people that come in there. Well, we've had that conversation. Yes. And I'm pretty certain some some of them drove past me that very day. Yes. Uh, but yeah, this... I think my, my favorite duh moment, and we'll call it a duh moment. Okay. You know, the commercials for the uh, oh, this June Sign Appliance Company, uh, they actually have the Ooh. the little guy. Thank you. Yeah. They actually have the little the, the little guy that's playing Sorry, the Sorry, that was my Howard Dean. Yeah. yeah. They, they actually have the guy that's playing the appliance. <laughs> He's got on the, like, the yes, repairman yes. uniform. Well, my daughter, and this is like way before college, we're sitting there and, you know. Before, before you go there, I don't know who they thought they were fooling with him having as the dryer the clothes spinning in his hands. We all know that it was on a pole. And <laughs> okay. Just for the record. Just in all case right. there's wow. somebody there listening. You know exactly what I'm talking about now, this, don't yes, you? Yes, this is your brain. Josh, it's your brain on jug, drugs. Anyway. <laughs> You watch that commercial, you know damn well what I'm talking about. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about, but you're going to love this. So we're watching TV, and the same one is is rolling, and they are pushing a certain appliance this particular night, week, month, whatever. Yes, yes. So we're sitting there, and my my daughter's watched this commercial probably for the 15th time inside of an hour's time frame, and she just looks over, and she goes, why is the refrigerator always running? Oh, no. And then went... And she never really before 18 cussed that much. She said it and then went, shit. Kind of under her breath. Like she knew what she'd started. <laughs> I mean, we ended up, we were almost in the floor laughing at her. Because, I mean, it's like, really, when, when you're looking at him and you're watching him do that, it's like, I can see where she would think immediately, what the hell? What, what is he doing that for? But then when you say it out loud, <laughs> you get, I mean, and then that age old joke comes into play. Is your refrigerator running? Right. Well, you better go catch it. Yep. Anyway, that that's my favorite duh moment. No, I uh, because I mean that and that this was pretty good. It's kind of hard to to do the whole exchange with with the pseudo son in law, uh, just simply because it was all text message and everything. There's no inflection in all of that. But I just I, I when I hit send on that joke and I'm like, my first thought was, I hope he's seen that movie. And then when he sent that back, lol, what I went, oh god, oh god. <laughs> Not gonna lie, lost points. Yeah. <laughs> lost points. And I don't I don't care. Lost whether points you... with him. I just got something else I can pick on him about. Well, that's the thing. I, you don't nec- you got something to pick on him about. Me, because I get to be that guy in this particular well, exchange, I get to judge him harshly for it. And point, whether I mean it or not, he better be afraid. At some point in time, <laughs> At some point in time, he's going to have another dull moment around me, and he's going to get this if you only had a brain, and I'm going to sing it. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, yes. I cannot wait. I hope at this, some point... This guy's going to sit through that movie just to figure out all the references, because I'm not going to explain uh, them. It's too late now. No, too late now. Mm-mm. Game on. 
Game on. <laughs> nope. I'm Next time they're in, I guess I have to invite you over. <laughs> if I ever have the chance, which I'm sure I will at some point. At some point. At some point, I'm going to meet him, and I'm going to go down a list of movie quotes that I deem funny in conversation. He's going to be so mad at me, because he's going to be, <laughs> huh? What? Huh? We go, we go, as they say in that song, put it to the limit. <laughs> If you don't know that song, by the way, that's one. (laughs) (laughs) I know your kid knows. Item number one. (laughs) I know your kid knows that song. So I'm hoping she pop quizzes him and goes, did Um, you get that song? (laughs) It's actually actually highly probable my my kid knows more songs from those decades than she does her own childhood. I tried to raise her on good music. You know what? You better hit the button. You better just hit the button because we're going to have a serious debate at some point, and I'm not. Okay, I don't know how this is going to end, but I'm going to remind him, don't be a dick. 